Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. You go to the Word of God and find out who you are. But if it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Believe the scriptures. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez Billingsley, and I thank everybody for your continuous support, everyone that has emailed letters, everyone who have verbally communicated with me and told me how much the uh, podcast has impacted you. I appreciate it. I do it for the culture. <laughs> nah. But you know, it's, you hear a lot of people saying that they do it for the culture, and, and you know, that's like a, a term that you're going to be hearing a lot this year and probably beyond. So that's kind of what I want to deal with today, you know, about doing it for the culture or exactly what are you doing, you know, you know, what are you doing for, um, how are you impacting the people that you're around, how are you impacting people at your school, how are you impacting people at work or even in your community, and I'm talking to myself too. So doing it for the culture, you hear a lot of people say that, well, I'm going to do it, just do it for the culture. You know, whatever it is, whether positive or negative, do it for the culture. Even though I would like to think people will be doing something positive for the culture. But today what I want to look at, I kind of want to, I got some things written down, want to have some conversation. And, you know, we're going to always keep it in the word. You know, that's what this podcast is about. We're going to keep it in the word. I want to look at a couple of things um, I believe that God wants us to do for the culture. Uh, the culture of people that you know we're around. When we talk about culture, there are so many different cultures. You have uh, you got the ethnic culture, whether it be black culture, white culture, um, Indian culture, um, uh, Native American culture. You have those type of culture. You have American culture. You have hip hop culture. You have so many different types of cultures, and also you have subcultures. You know, and subcultures basically a culture within a larger culture, but have different beliefs. You know, so you may have the hip hop culture, you may have people who love the culture of hip hop, but they may not like in itself what hip hop may stand for. So they may have different beliefs, even though they're functioning within that culture. They may not go the way as everyone else within that culture is going. I'm just using hip hop as an example. Even American culture, American culture, you know, they call Americans, you know, whether the government, whether, you know, whatever it may be as a, a greedy people, um, greedy, what else? Um, spoiled people, um, just all these different things. So we want to look at from the Bible. We want to make sure we're in line. We want to look at, you know, why are we doing what we do. So I first want you to go to James chapter 4. If you with me, go to James chapter 4. And we're going to look at something real quick pertaining to prayer. Because I know a lot of us are praying and we're asking God for things. A lot of us are on social media. We're on the gram. We're on Facebook. Uh, Snapchat and all these different social media sites. We see a lot of different things. We see a lot of glitz and glamour and a lot of us say, you know, I want that. Like, I want that. What they got. You know, and uh, you're praying, you're asking God for these things and you know, I, I want a million dollars or I want the nice house or I want the, the nice car or I want I want a big business like that. I want a company where I can, you know, manage 150 people. But the question is, why do you want that? 
Whatever it is that we're asking God for, we have to ask, why do we want that? So I want you to look at James chapter four, and we're gonna start at uh, verse one. James chapter four, verse one. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. If you're reading out of a different translation, maybe the King James or whatever have you, it's all good. We're still gonna end up in the same place. So James chapter four, verse one, it says, what is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires that war within you? You want what you don't have. So you scheme and kill to get it. That goes on today. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. Most people stop right there. And they be like, yep, see, God say you have not because you ask not. So I'm going to ask. And they just ask these things and never receive it. And we're trying to figure out, like, okay, how come I'm not getting it? You said I have not because I ask not. Well, let's keep reading. I remember we talked about this in, in podcasts before. Like, you, when you read in the scriptures, you have to keep going. You can't stop in the middle of a chapter, you know, pick out your favorite verse and take it out and just run with it. You got to read it in context and find out what it is he's talking about. So it says you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. Now, verse three, it says, and even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. See, a lot of us aren't receiving answers to our prayers because the things that we're asking for, we want them for our pleasure. We don't, we don't, we don't want to be a millionaire so that we can bless families and bless communities and impact our community. We want to be a millionaire so we can buy uh, five Aston Martins, um, three Bentleys, two big homes. Like our motives are wrong. See, you're, you're tapping into some other kind of, of culture. So when we say doing it for the culture, exactly what culture are you doing it for? And, and why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do that for the culture? Like, what, what is that going to impact? How is that going to impact your culture? So it don't matter what culture you're doing it for. So if you are, if you are a black man, black woman, and you want to do something to empower the black culture, okay, so what you're doing for the culture, make sure it's uplifting people and it's not bringing down people. And this is not singling no other cultural group out. This is anybody. Now, this me, this podcast being a podcast that stands on biblical principles, that stands on the word of God. We're only talking about positive. So I'm not talking about nothing negative, nothing outside the book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're only talking about impacting people in a positive way. So, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. The first culture you want to impact is your family. So when we talk about doing it for the culture, the first culture you should want to do it for is your fam. Like, you don't want to do it for the world when your family has, hasn't been impacted. So you should want to do it for your family first. You might be saying, do what? You keep saying, do it, do what? Uh, what has God called you to do? Well, I'm talking about whatever God has called you to do, 
you want to do that because God told you to do it. Okay, everyone else is going to get the overflow of what God has called you to do. Me starting this podcast was birthed birth out of God telling me to do it. I was praying, I was asking, I was believing God for some some ideas and things to impact this generation, generations to come and beyond. And this was a way that he told me to do it. I'm doing it and I pray that it's impacting you in a positive manner because we're living in a time where people are not wanting God, don't want nothing to do with God, don't want nothing to do with the Bible, don't want anything to do with the church or people who associate themselves with the church. So I want to use this platform to encourage people to stay with God, stay with the Bible. Don't stray away from it because it's going to help you. So he says you ask, but you don't get because your motives are all wrong. You want only what gives you pleasure. So we want to first get our motives right. Why do we want the house? Why do we want the car? Why do we want the business? Why do we want this plan to succeed? Why do you want to be successful? Like you have to answer that question. And then again, what are you doing? Now to find out what it is you're supposed to be doing, that requires one thing, prayer. That's it. Asking God, God, what is it that you've called me to do? What is it? What is my purpose on the earth? What is it that you want me to do? Like that's that's what you need to be asking. You don't need to be asking anything else. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody in this earth has value. There's not one person living and breathing on the face of this earth that does not have value. A lot of people don't see their value. They try to find their value in other things. But God has given each and every one of us value. You have to figure out what is it that he calls you to do. Like they say, drug dealers make can be the best and the biggest businessmen because of, of course, them, you know, selling what they're selling. So they saying, yo, why don't you take that negative thing and flip it and do something positive with it? So people use that example, but I don't think those are good examples. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to move on. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Or like you want to turn all negatives into positives and find out why is it that you do what you do? So we're going to go to asking God. So go with me to Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. It says, I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Once again, another thing of prayer. We'll read that and say, well, you said ask for anything you receive, but remember, your motives got to be right. Check your heart. The number one, the main thing is you shouldn't be praying for something Really, that's first not in your heart. You should have a something in your heart. You should have a. You should want to do right. And whatever it is you're asking God for, it should be in your heart first. So if you have an idea for a business, the motive that should go behind it should that should go behind that idea is uh, I want to impact people in a positive way. It could be something as simple as starting your own. Um, 
department store. You may want to start your own department store. You may feel like, you know what, I don't like how this department store, this merchandising store, I don't like how their customer service, I don't, I don't like their customer service, I don't like how they treat people, I don't like how they train people. So you may have an idea to, you know what, I wanna start up a firm or I wanna start up a department store where I can train people on positive and excellence in customer service. Those things are needed because you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna mention the name, but we we know some some department stores and we know some some stores that you know that's 24 hours we have to go to. Like man, they only got one line, two lines open, a route. So you know, we want to do better. So your idea doesn't have to be uh, just because this is a, a you know a Bible study podcast or a biblical podcast. I'm not saying that your idea has to has to be spiritual. It can it can be the the goods and services that everyone needs. You have to understand whatever God gives you, whatever He places in your heart to do is going to be for the world. It's not going to be for an eclectic group of people. I can't start a business and say I'm only going to serve um, those who have accepted Jesus Christ. Or I'm only going to serve black people. Or I'm only, I can't do that. I can't discriminate against people. Whatever God has called me to is for the world. Whatever idea he gives me is for the world. This podcast is for the world. Do you understand? But my hope and my desire in, career, in starting this podcast is to impact people's hearts and lead them to Jesus Christ. I'm not leading people to me. I have nothing to gain by that. I'm leading people to Jesus. All we talk about on this podcast is how can we please God better? How can we go about doing things better? You know, how does the word of God tells us to conduct our lives in this manner? That's all we deal with. We dealing with positivity. So that's that's my heart. That's my goal is I want to impact your life for Jesus. I want to get you excited about God and about God's word, knowing that you can trust him. You can you can depend on him and you can rely on him. See, that's the purpose. So I'm saying your purpose don't have to be exactly that, but your purpose needs to be um, for people. And it needs to be for people uh, positive, you know, positive. It needs to be something that's going to affect people in a positive way. So you need to ask God what your purpose is. You need to ask him for an idea. You know, ask him for a witty invention. You know, all of us are eating peanut butter because of George Washington Carver. And I'm sure he didn't, God didn't give him that idea just for black people. Or he didn't give him that idea so that he can only become a millionaire and, and this is for you so you can stop struggling and just for you and the people that's associated with you and then that's it. Nah, this is for the world. He didn't only create peanut butter, invent peanut butter. He, he invented so many other different, over a hundred different products. So I've been told. So. We have to look at all that. I mean, black history. I mean, I know, I mean, black history month should be, you know, black history should be every day. You know, but even though we're, we just stepped out of black history month, if you look at a lot of the black inventors, look at all the things that we've invented as far as the telephone and the, um, the, the hair relax. I mean, just so, so many different things. But look how.
If I ever took a loss, I learned a lesson. I won't ever think I'm better than the next man. I've been down before to come up on these stresses. Baby, I'm too busy counting all these blessings. Yes, yes, Canada, Canada, Canada. Line them up, line them up, line them up. Spread the sun shining on me, get my heart up. No matter that trouble surrounding us. They don't see that it's a lot of us. Everybody move anonymous. Won't take that credit, I know where it be coming from. Got a bus. I was doing all kind of bad. What a quiet. Tell them I need a verse. Hit the pew and tell God he's first. Hit the studio, the body of verse. I remember pushing mama a little white high and with no gas money. I just bought a car, cash money. I ain't even trying to brag on it. I just tell it how it really is. I ain't tripping, ain't feeling this. I ain't saying I deserve nothing. I'm just trying to talk about the benefits. I've been punching in the clock, trying to keep the kitchen stocked. Man, it's a blessing because we ain't never had a lot. But all we need is all we got. If I ever took a loss, I learned a lesson. I won't ever think I'm better than the next man. I've been down before to come up on these stresses. Baby, I'm too busy counting all these blessings. Blessings. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Blessings. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Everybody benefits from the, the invention. Do you understand what I'm saying? Everybody benefits from the telephone. You know, they did it for the culture. You know, they impacted the culture that was that was around them. And ultimately, throughout the years, generationally, decades go by, and it flows down to 2017, and now we got all types of telephones. You know what I'm saying? Most of us don't even have house phones no more. Everything is, is sale, that's it. So you have to understand why you're doing what you do, and you need to ask God what has he called you to do because he has called you to do something. I don't care if it's doing hair. I don't care if it's maybe you want to do people taxes. You want to be a tax person. Like, no, there's no job that's null and void. Like, there are 
every service, there's a lot of services that's needed. You just need to find out what has God gifted you to. You know, and another thing I don't want you to do is I don't want you to ever look down on somebody unless you're going to bring them up to where you are. You see what I'm saying? You don't look down on nobody unless you're going to lift them up. God hasn't given you that right to look down on anybody for nothing. You want to lift people up. So I know on the gram, we, you know, people do a lot of, you know, showing the cash and saying, I'm getting the bag, I'm getting the bag. I'm out here trying to get this bag. Well, that's the wrong thing. Your motive can't be to get the bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be trying to, I'm, been, I'm doing this so I can just get this bag of money. Like, most people that say stuff like that, they're willing to do anything to get it. They're willing to go past the, the morals. They're willing to go past the conscience. They're willing to just do anything just to get a bag of money. And God doesn't want you money hungry. You, you shouldn't be chasing money like that. Money really should be chasing you. You shouldn't have to go out and, and sell out and do all these weird things and just to get a bag. And then you go on the gram and, and you showing it off like that's that's not what God has called us to. That may be what you want to do. So understand that you can do whatever you want to do because you have free will. But you have to understand there's a lot of things that God God doesn't condone. You just can't bring him in it. You know what I'm saying? Can't say, well, you know, it's something the Lord want me to do. Like, nah, because you don't you want to live a life of humility. You don't want to be flashing and and doing all that. I'm talking about, you know, the people that had the money on the gram and you know, doing this and doing that, like, that's not what God has called you to. He wants, he called you to impact people. Understand it. So when you're doing it for the culture, you want to do it to impact your culture. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want a young uh, person, not even just black, but because I'm black, I do understand that a lot of young black boys will look at me and look up to me as me doing a positive thing. And I want to impact them. I just want to simply direct them to Jesus. That's it. Like my whole motive is Jesus. <laughs> That's it, to impact the world for Jesus. That's my motive. And I'm sure you can sense and get that motive out of what I'm doing. So that's what my motive is. What's your motive? I'm asking you, you listening. What is your motive for doing what you do? Why are you doing what you do? What is, I mean, like what? Answer that question. You know, are you a follower or are you a leader? You know, my wife and I talk to our daughter about that a lot. Be a leader. Don't be a follower. Like it's in you to lead. It's in you. God is training, training us all up to lead one day. He's got, God is not raising up a bunch of followers. He's raising up leaders. And a good leader raises up other leaders. David was chosen when he was 17. But prior to him being chosen, he went through a lot of a series of different battles. Fighting a bear with his bare hands. You know, just conquering these battles. So when Goliath came, he felt like, wow, y'all scared. I can conquer this. I can conquer this giant. I can beat this giant. You understand what I'm saying? Like, God is prepping you for something bigger. And know said God is prepping you. You don't want to prep yourself for nothing. You want God to prep you. You know, and, and, and it has nothing to do with age. Don't feel like you're too old or you're too young. What God has for you is for you. But you have to be focused. We have to be focused. And we have to aim high and understand that I want to impact the culture of people around me in a positive way. That's what you want. You want to be a you want to be an excellent representation. That's what you want to be. You want to represent well. 
we want to represent with excellence. And it's in us to do it. Go with me to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, we're gonna read about the rich man. So, you know, a lot of us wanna be rich, a lot of us wanna be millionaires and billionaires. For what reason? Many of us don't know, we just want the money. But a lot of us wanna be millionaires because we wanna impact our culture. So, or impact society, impact the world. So let's look at it, Mark chapter 10. Very interesting story, Mark chapter 10, verse 17. It says, as Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down and asked, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Verse 18, it says, why do you call me good? This is what Jesus asked of me. He says, why do you call me good? Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor your father and mother. In verse 20, teacher, the man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. See, he thought he had it. Verse 21, looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. Jesus said, there is still one thing you haven't done. And Jesus saying that to many of us. We feel like we got all these things together. But God said, there's still one thing you haven't done. Or there's still one thing you lack. He told him, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard is it for the rich man to enter the kingdom of God? This amazed them, but Jesus said again, dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Now, this did not say that a person who has material wealth can't be saved or can't get into heaven. That's not what he's saying. You have to listen to what he's saying. He asked a young man, young man said he wanted eternal life, okay? Me and you know that eternal life is only in Jesus. The way you receive eternal life now is by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's how you receive eternal life. Young man asked him, I want to receive eternal life. Jesus said, well, did you do the commandments? You know, this and that, you didn't murder, didn't steal. He said, oh, I kept all these things since I was young. He said, well, one thing you lack, sell all you have, give to the poor, come follow me. In so many words, young dude, he was like, I can't do that. He said, he, his face fell, he turned away because he had many possessions. See, he felt like by following Jesus, that, that mean he, he was going to lose. Because you said you told me to give up all of my material things. He didn't, God didn't say the material things were bad. He asked Jesus a question. Jesus gave him an answer. So a lot of us are asking God for things. God's giving you an answer. We still haven't done it. So we, you know, we're, we're asking God for different things and we haven't done the last thing that God told us to do. You know, so hasn't not saying God doesn't want anyone with any type of wealth. He's not saying any of that. He's not saying a rich man can't be saved. Although he said it's hard for rich, for the rich to enter into the kingdom of heaven. He's just saying that don't allow your material possessions to keep you from fulfilling the will of God. Don't allow your Aston Martin or your your house. Or some people prize women. 
or prize men as their as, as a possession. Don't allow any of that to keep you from, receive, from receiving eternal life. If Jesus is telling you to come here, put that down, come here to me. And you say, no, nah, I'm gonna hold on to that. That's why he's single, because a lot of people will have a lot. Sometimes it's hard for them, not all, but sometimes it's hard for them to let go of the material to come to Jesus. Because they think that if they let go of the material and I come to Jesus, I'm going to lose. And that's not what he's saying at all. There's so much in this verse that we can deal with and we will deal with at a later time. There is so much that we can gain just by letting go of what we want. When I say what we want, I'm talking about for things for our own personal gain. What God will do a lot of times is that he will place desires in your heart. Everything starts with a desire. You can't go after anything with no, without a desire. So sometimes God will place things in our heart to get us to go after it. See, the only, way, only reason I have a desire to teach the gospel is because he placed that desire in me. So therefore I'm going after it. I'm not doing this because I'm just don't have anything else to do. I'm doing this because this is, this is part of my purpose. This is my call. This is my desire for people to get to know God in a more intimate way. To, to, for people to trust in God's word, knowing, knowing that they can depend on him. Ask yourself, what are your motives behind what it is? Why do you want to start the business? Why do you want to do this? All that, all those things. Our motives have to be right. And the reason why I'm saying you have to ask that because we read in James 4 earlier that, you know, he's not giving us a lot. Of, he's not answering our prayers because we have a lot of stuff with selfish motives. Things only for our pleasure. What about doing some things that's, that's going to please him? You know, how about, Lord, I want to set up a community center because I want to get kids off the street. Guarantee you. God answer that prayer. He'll give you funding. He'll give you money for that. You know, but anything with selfish pleasure, you know, God not going to fund that. Now, the devil might fund it. And that's what you don't want to get mixed up. You don't ever want to mistake and mistakenly think that God is blessing your mess when it's the enemy. I'll just, you know, the, the enemy, you know, he's the God of this world system, the Bible says. So you may say, I want to put up, you know, what I'm saying? I want to put up 15 liquor stores in the hood. Oh yeah, that will make sure you can get that. You'll get your cousin to run you some money or whatever. But that's not. Fifteen liquor stores isn't empowering anybody, is it? Yeah, sure, it's bringing money in your pocket, but it's just feeding the community with more poison. And this is no shot against anybody who has liquor stores. I'm just saying, like, yo, let's let's be realistic. If we're gonna impact people, let's impact people. And we're going to do it in a positive way. All I'm asking you to do is let God do it. That wraps up today's podcast. I pray that you was blessed by it. If you want to send me emails, you can send emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. You can follow me on all social media sites, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook. You can get me at mbills314. Remember these words from the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4. The latter part of that verse, let God be true and every man be a liar. I'm out.